Hey, everyone. This is B. Thank you so much for listening to Geo's Passion. Shout out to Geo's Passion's posse. You guys are the best. Parental discretion advised. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Geo's Passion, where some of the names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. What's up? What's up? Geo's Passion Posse, GPP, and the place to be. I'm bringing you this podcast from my GPP studios in Tampa, Florida. Welcome to Geo's Passion. My name is Jack, and I am your host. Uh, I've been gone for a little minute. I've been a little busy, but I'm back. Hope everybody's doing well after Hurricane Ian. Um, I know my brothers and sisters in the southwest Florida area and the central Florida area, um, they're suffering right now. Um, devastation of losing homes, loved ones, pets. And things like that. Um, some places, the rivers are still going high in um, Wachula, I believe it is, and Arcadia. Um, I hope the uh, rivers start going down and the flooding goes away. I know it uh, looks like there's no relief in sight, but uh, there's people fighting to get there and uh, make things happen. So, um, you know, hang in there. We're Florida strong. I don't care what anybody says. Even though I'm a New Yorker, uh, born and raised but I've been in Florida 16 years, and I've been through, this is my sixth hurricane, one, two, three, four, five, six, and I know that um, at the end of the day, we're going to make it through, because we always do, so um, this is the roughest one, <clears throat> excuse me, this is the roughest one, Charlie was uh, heavy duty, but Charlie fit inside of Ian, so, um, you know, no matter where you were in Florida, except for, and even, even Miami-Dade and Broward, they got some tornadoes, they got some stuff like that, so... Um, anywhere you were in the state of Florida, except maybe from, you know, Tallahassee to Pensacola, you, uh, you probably, uh, fared well. So, um, you know, my, uh, thoughts and prayers to you, uh, to you all up there in, um, in the central area, near Orlando, Kissimmee, uh, Wachula, Arcadia, and then those in Southwest Florida, which is Fort Myers, Venice, Sarasota area. Um, and then especially Fort Myers beach got slammed. And um, Sanibel Island, the uh, the bridge to Sanibel Island is gone. Uh, Pine Island, that bridge is, uh, is is devastated. So the um, the governor got on and and notified you know the people that hey they're working with contractors to try to get a uh, a bridge temporary bridge built from Pine Island to um, to the mainland in uh, in Southwest Florida, and uh, also uh, they're looking to bring in Chinook helicopters with linemen. Um, to drop the trucks down and, you know, and have them start inhabiting the, uh, the area so that they can start trying to bring power back to people and things like that. So my thoughts and prayers out to you all. I know it's, it's, it's tough. So like I said, um, I've been through four hurricanes when I first moved from New York to, uh, South Florida to Broward County. And that's how I ended up in Tampa Bay. Now I've got two here. So, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's crazy, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens. And uh, hopefully, you know, it, it takes some time, but we usually recover and, um, you know, and we get back to quote unquote normal as normal can be. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm praying and hoping that everybody else gets, um, you know, taken care of and, and they come and volunteer help and stuff like that. Um, if you want to give money, go onto the uh, state of Florida website. I believe it's like uh, FloridaDisaster.org. 
Uh, make sure you look at that. Don't go into any, um, any, um, what's that thing called? Uh, Kickstarter funds that, that want to take money because it could be, it could be a scam, you know. Also, if you want to, uh, donate time and money, uh, Metropolitan Ministries, they help out, um, you know. Uh, Grace Family Church in Sarasota, they're doing a big drive. So just just look at your thing. Be cautious. Be careful. And make sure you go to, um, you know, sites that are official and that, um, you know, so you don't get ripped off. And so that the money, the the articles that are needed and the volunteer time that is given is uh, is going to the right place. So now um, I want to give a shout out to the strong GPP growth that's taking place at Beacon College in Leesburg, Florida. Uh, Beacon College, uh, you guys and gals are kicking butt. I appreciate everything that you're doing. Uh, I see you posting. I see you tagging friends on social media and even, even using GPP in the, uh, the club trivia answers. So, uh, shout out to you there. Um, keep up the great work. GPP and the Geo's Passion Posse is growing because of all of you. Um, and all of you, uh, you know, at Beacon College. Also, Kappa Sig. Shout out to Kappa Sig and FSU. I uh, appreciate that. I uh, was there with Jay Prime and, um, you know, Family Week and his uh, fraternity brothers and his roommates and stuff like that. So um, I will tell you that uh, <laughs> looking at the uh, frat house, whew, man, as a realtor, I'm like, ooh, there's so much that can be done in here. So much, you know, but I guess if it was a pretty place, it wouldn't be a, fr- a fraternity house. It'd be a sorority house because right across the street, there's a sorority house that's like immaculate. And, um, you know, they, they do pay more in dues a year. I think they pay almost like 5000 per person a year. But that's why they're, uh, you know, they're taken care of. That's why everything's manicured. So, um, yeah, yeah, shout out to Kappa Sick. Um, some of you have asked about the Dallas trip lady that I, uh, you know, posted a picture on Instagram. And um, everybody's asking, hey, what's up with that? I was like, hey, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, we got a couple of trips planned to Nashville. And Fort Lauderdale, we're going back to Fort Lauderdale. So, uh, you know, her companionship is the best. Um, you know, everything's well, and uh, I'm enjoying my time. So, um, now I am going to change it up a bit. I'm going to try to change it up. It, it depends on scheduling. Um, what else? Uh, scheduling and, um, you know, the, the way the airlines are and the flights and things like that. But I'm looking to go uh, do a little George Solo, a George Solo, George Michael Solo tour when I hit New York, probably in November for JC's birthday. Um, it's still up in the air, but I'm, I'm trying to go out there and, you know, and, uh, and grab a dinner. Like back in the days, those of you who know me, I used to go into, uh, into, uh, New York City for November, uh, hang out with JC, catch a Broadway show, um, you know, get some dinner and have a good time for a weekend and then come back. Um, I definitely want to go to a club night and you guys might be like, you're too old for a club, Jack the host. And I'm like, no, (laughs) but uh, there's a buddy of mine. His name is DJ make moolah, DJ make moolah. Um, And he's a DJ. He's on Twitch. He's live, you know, in the Bronx and white plains and stuff like that. And throughout the city. And he, uh, he, he has a lot of performances. Um, I like to go see him live one day. Um, if so, if I get to go up there in November and, uh, and he's playing at a club, I'd like to check that out. That'd be awesome. So shout out to DJ McMula. Um, just want to let you know that this podcast episode is also being sponsored by Geo's Passion and the geospassion.com website. The uh, geospassion.com will give you updated and archived episodes of the Geo's Passion podcast and let you join and subscribe to the Geo's Passion posse so you don't miss an episode or an update. All right. Geospassion.com. Bookmark it is G-I-O-S-P-A-S-S-I-O-N.com. That's the geospassion.com. And uh, join the movement, you know, join the movement. 
become a member of GPP and let's rock and roll. Let's do this. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, that's how we roll. You know, that's how we roll. We make it big. So, um, I will give you a disclaimer because, you know, like, uh, some of you know that, um, the, the episodes have been getting a little crazy and, uh, I've been stepping up my game because, you know, I'm, I'm a nice guy, but, uh, you know, Jay Maul who told me this once, he was like, yo, bro, be yourself, do you. And, you know, I got a lot of people who listen here who are, you know, family and friends and, and they don't like the whole, you know, but it's, I'm not going to go crazy extreme. If I'm going to say the F word, I'm probably going to go. All right. So I will give you a disclaimer. This episode will cover adult topics and language that might offend some people. Listener discretion is strongly advised. But if you're not easily offended, welcome to the mother episode. <laughs> Here we go. It's the end of hot girl summer. Wow. Did you ever think you would experience that? I don't know. But let's see what's up. Ready? Woo! Let's go! So I posted a poll in Geo's Passion social media pages, as I do before an episode. And one of the questions I posted was, fall is here. Are you going to be cuffing? Cuffing? The options were yes, no. I have to look up the, de- uh, the definition in the Urban Dictionary. And um, I will tell you the results later on in the episode. But for those of you who do not know about cuffing, I hope you look it up. I hope you looked it up by now. Um, you know, I hope you look up the definition and know what's going on. Um, as a little, you know, uh, gift, a bonus, I even linked to a previous episode called Is January? I mean, is it too late for cuffing season? And I published that in January 17, 2022 um, in my social media now in the podcast description. So you can go back and check that out to familiarize yourself with the cuffing season. <laughs> now, that's the first time I introduced cuffing season to GPP. Fast forward. And now we are officially at the beginning of the cuffing season. So am I on my game? I think so. That's what's up. Uh, for those of you who were too lazy to look up the cuffing season definition, this is it. Definition of cuffing season. During the fall and winter months, people who would normally rather be single or promiscuous arr, find themselves along with the rest of the world desiring to be cuffed, quote unquote cuffed, or tied down, and not literally tied down, you know, like a S&M, um, by a serious relationship, okay? The cold weather and prolonged indoor activity causes singles to become lonely and desperate to be cuffed. Again, like I explained in the past, cuffing comes from the word handcuff, and we know what that's about. Yeah, baby. (laughs) That is so true. So now I will tell you, uh, the cuffing definition is also true because they don't want to go out to the holiday parties. And when I say they are guys, gals, whatever you want to say, they don't want to go to a holiday party alone. They want to have companionship from Halloween to New Year's. They want to dress sexy and put their pictures, you know, on um, on all the social media and stuff like that. Um, I'd say that cuffing season goes to Valentine's, but actually that's the end of cuffing season. So, you know, now, you know, um, now that you know, the definition, are you going to be cuffing things that make you go, Hmm. <laughs> now I will tell you on the, uh, the poll that I, that I posted on the, uh, G, uh, geo's passion, uh, social media pages. Um, GPP was pretty conservative on this one. And I believe it's because they didn't know what the definition of cuffing was. Um, I'll give you my thoughts. If you're a guy or a girl and you're single and you're looking for steady companionship to make it through the fall and winter, 
I can see where your heart and mind is. I can see where you're like, you know what? I'm going to do cuffing and stuff like that. But me, Jack the host, I don't think you have to get into a seasonal relationship just because the seasons are changing. You can get into a seasonal, I mean, into a situationship and, you know, which would be more beneficial, in my opinion, to both parties. This way, no feelings are attached. Um, and if you need more information on situationships, then listen to my last episode called Sexy Situationships. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> now that the hot girl summer is over, does that mean that all women that were rocking their sexiness on the beach and bars and dating apps is over? Nope. <laughs> Not at all. Nope. It just means that like a bear, they are hibernating. Don't be fooled. Do not be fooled. Now to me, if you want to kiss, hug, cuddle, and you're a little freaky for the wall of the wall for the fall and winter, then that's cool. You know, what anybody wants to do is their business. Okay. And what anybody should be into during that time is their business. Because in cuffing, there doesn't really have to be intimacy based on what I've seen. Um, you know, that's yeah, like a Netflix and chill type thing and stuff like that. There doesn't have to really, really be intimacy. But if you're with somebody and you're cuffing and you're spending time with them and all of a sudden you're kissing, cuddling, hugging, holding hands and stuff like that, intimacy will come. Intimacy will come. Or if it's somebody that you've known for a while and you feel uh, comfortable with them, there's, there's going to be some some love and some sex. <laughs> you know, so that's going to happen. Um, you know, I, I would say maybe 80% of the time to maybe 85% of the time, intimacy will take place. And intimacy going deeper than just, you know, the regular uh, public display of affection and hugging, holding, cuddling and stuff like that. I think, that, you know, there's going to be sex. No matter what it's, um, you know, um, uh, oral, anal, um, you know, or yeah, tying people up or, you know, little freakiness and stuff like that. So, and you'll see more about the, uh, the poll results when it comes to that. Um, but what I say is don't fall in love with that person because at the end of the day, they are still from the street. Okay. They have the street tendencies. They probably will go back to that, uh, behavior when the summer and spring comes. Okay. Next year. And they'll start over with hot girl summer. Now with the current hookup culture, that just means that the thoughts come out at night. <laughs> the thoughts come out at night. The thoughts come out at night, the day, you know, the week, the weekends and stuff like that. Um, you know, the hookup culture is celebrated. You know, the women are given props for being, you know, part of the hookup culture. They call it, uh, you know, feminism and freedom and stuff like that. Um, yet the women can't understand why at an older age they hit a wall. And men don't want to date them for a relationship. You know, they don't want to take them home to mom. They just want to smash and, and hit it and quit it, like they say. Um, but that's for another episode. You know, I'll talk about the uh, the wall and women hitting the wall. So I'd like to hear how you're all handling cuffing season. You know, how you're handling the start of the season. Are you actually looking to settle down and find a permanent romance um, and a relationship? Or you just want that Netflix and chill under a blanket? You know, dress up sexy, look handsome and beautiful for the parties. Hello, baby. Um, to post on your social media and make others jealous. You're having a great time during the fall and winter with a new side piece. That new side piece that you'll dispose of in the spring. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, oh yeah, that was a garbage truck running you over. <laughs> Whew, wow, that's a lot. That is a lot. Um, but I will tell you something. Um, I do have the ability to receive 
message recordings, okay? So send me your stories via the messenger recorder on this podcast or in the link in the description and I'll play it on the air. Also, answer the questions on the podcast polls, on social media, and even on the podcast descriptions. You can also subscribe and leave a comment and post your plans or your experiences about cuffing season on geospassion.com. Remember, you don't have to use your real name since the motto of Geo's Passion is some names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> Woo, come on, baby. So now we're going to get into those little poll results. You know, those poll results that I told you about. Here we go. So Geo's Passion, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and the podcast itself, um, you know, uh, Twitter. I posted some questions on the social media, and the answers came across the whole GPP spectrum, Geo's Passion Posse. And the first question was, is your partner's sexual body count important? Choices were yes or no. Simple, yes or no. The results were yes, 29%, and no, 71%. What? No, 71%? Hey, I guess they're, uh, you know, they're... they're I don't even know. Maybe that, that's the culture that's going on now and that's what's happening and how people are just like don't care anymore. 71% say it doesn't matter. So to me, it, it kind of matters. It does matter. Um, like if you're a train wreck and like, uh, you know, Fat Joe and uh, what's his name? Big Pun, Terror Squad used to say, you know, I'm not a player. I just crush a lot. You know, come and ride the train. You remember Choo Choo? <laughs> that's, ooh, let me tell you. Now, the next question was the one I was talking about before. Fall is here. Are you going to be cuffing? The choices were yes, no, or I have to look up the definition on the Urban Dictionary. In the Urban Dictionary. And the results were 11% say yes. Fall is here. I will be cuffing. 33% of you said no. Fall is here and I will not be cuffing. And again, this is why I read the definition. 56 over half of Geo's Passion Posse said, I have to look up the definition on the Urban Dictionary. Come on, people. I can't be up to date like that and you not knowing. And some of y'all mad young compared to me. Whew, let's go. I guess I'm Papi Chulo. Ha! <laughs> That's what's up. Let's go. Let me find out. Yeah. Then the next question was, your sexual activity is defined as, and the choices were vanilla, S&M, a little freaky, or I'm celibate. And the uh, the answers were pretty interesting. Vanilla got 33%. S&M got 17%. A Little Freaky got 33%. And I'm celibate got 17%. So it's almost a, an even because if you look at vanilla and celibate, the 33 and 17%, right? So you're looking at 50% there. And then S&M and A Little Freaky, that's 33 and 17% percent right there so that's 50 percent so it looks like half of geo's passion posse is uh vanilla and celibate vanilla and or celibate and then the other half of geo's passion posse a little freaky and even smack that ass okay <laughs> so i mean it's crazy but you know how it's 50 50 so i was like wow that's interesting because when i did the poll for the sexy situationship it was a little bit different uh on that poll you know it looked like geo's passion posse was a little more freakier than, than this one so i guess as you break it down you get a little bit more um more in depth into the questioning um different answers come out so i was like all right that was very 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 interesting 
thing. So now the final poll question was, do you have a clingy friend crushing on you? Which means that, hey, um, you know, I got Sally or I got, um, you know, um, Amanda and um, they're my friend. But secretly, I'm like, ooh, Sally, ooh, Amanda, I like you. Uh, um, or is it like, um, hey, you know, what's up, Tom? Hey, what's up, Frank? Um, yeah, you're just a friend. You're just a friend. Oh, you're crushing on me? Mm-mm, no, 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 no. It, you're just a friend. So the answer to do you have a clingy friend crushing on you? Yes is 38% and no is 62%. So 62% of Geo's Passion Posse does not have a clingy friend crushing on them. 38% do. And it's very interesting because you sit back and you think, um, you know, remember we were talking about social media, uh, stalking and orbiting and stuff like that. You might not know that a clingy friend is crushing on you. All right. They might be like hiding that on the down low really, really, really good. But the ones that you do know about is 38%. So, um, and you know, hey, you got to tell them sometimes. Sometimes, you know, if they, if they, uh, they hang out with you, you know, um, you got issues that you need help with and stuff like that. And they don't want to help um, or they want to help and then they want to stay afterwards to, you know, to sit down, cuddle and be like, oh, yeah, you know, let's just hang out. We're tired. Let's watch Netflix and chill. And then you're like, no, 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 you're my friend. You can watch Netflix and chill. I'll be on this side of the sofa. You be on that side of the sofa. All right. And they, they try to creep, 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 creep. And then, you know, you're like, hey, look, you and I, we're cool, but we're just friends. I want you to know that. And then when their face is like, no, no, I, I know we're just friends. Um, what did you think? And then they leave and they realize, damn, bro, guess what? You just got caught because you're a clingy friend and you're crushing on them. <laughs> so, yep, it's very interesting to hear some stories. And um, I, I tell you, it's out there. And, and the problem is with the orbiting and the social media stalking, some of you, you might think that they're crushing on you and others might not think that they're crushing on you. But at the end of the day, yeah, they're crushing on you. So, you know, if you, you ask a couple more questions or you, 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 um, you know, you shut them down, you'd be like, look, we're just friends. That's it. Then you'll really see their reaction. So. We'll see what's up with that. Again, I'd like to thank GPP and the Geo's Passion Posse for actively voting in the polls and passing it on to your friends and social media so that they can vote too. Again, Beacon College, you know, I'm, I'm going to shout you guys out and guys out again. You're passing, you know, the Geo's Passion uh, podcast on to your friends. Um, the Instagram, you know, Facebook and stuff like that, you're passing it on to your friends. You know, have them subscribe, have them come in and all of a sudden, you know, um, listen to the podcast, rate it five on uh, St- uh, Starbucks. I was going to say, damn, I'm a little thirsty <laughs> on uh, Spotify, Anchor and uh, and Apple, especially Apple. Um, I, I need you guys to power me up in Apple because, uh, you know, it's a little low there. So um, and if you haven't joined the GPP, remember to subscribe at geospassion.com. Let's continue to grow Geo's Passion. And the Geo's Passion Posse. Yeah. <laughs> now on to sad news. Well, you all know what's going on. Yep. My New York Mets. They are a game and a half behind. The Atlanta Braves came in and they kicked our ass. They legitimately kicked our ass. Um, they swept the series. 
we are a game and a half behind the Atlanta Braves with two uh, in second place with a record of 98 wins and 61 losses. This is the first thing. Yeah, this is what I've been telling you all from day one. From when we hit first place, I was like, oh, I hope it's not a repeat of the 80s and the 90s. Um, you know, both teams have clinched playoff berths. But the first place team will determine the division champs and the second place team will have to go and play the wild card. Uh, the Mets are playing the Nationals for the last three games and the Braves are playing the Marlins. Now, yesterday the Marlins won and the Mets didn't play. So that's good. Um, and I got to give props to the Marlins. They had a good advertisement recently. They said all South Floridian Mets fans go to the Marlins game and root for the Marlins to beat the Braves. I will be there. In spirit. <laughs> now, the Yankees have made the playoffs with a uh, season record of 98 and 61. 98 wins, 61 losses. They clinched the division also. Um, the team with the best record of 2022, and, and I've said it in a couple of uh, podcasts, is the LA Dodgers. They have a record of 110 wins and 50 losses and a percentage of .688. Now, uh, the good news, and I told you, don't sleep on them. The hometown Tampa Bay Rays have clinched a wild card slot. So they'll be going to the wild card. Um, you know, I tell you, don't sleep on them. The record is 86 wins and 74 losses. It'll be interesting to see what the outcome is. But um, the Rays are a scrappy team and make it far. I mean, you know, they don't get the um, the uh, American League East title, per se, the division champs and stuff like that. But um, there's times where they've been in the wild card and they made it to the, the World Series. They've made it to the World Series. So don't knock them out. Don't knock them out at all. And I told you this earlier in the year. I got, don't knock them out. They, you give them a chance, and, and they're going to make the playoffs. And they make the playoffs, and they, they can go far. So that's what's up with that. Now, the Dallas Cowboys and Cooper Rush are doing well. I told you last year when Dak got hurt that I like Cooper Rush, and I knew we were going to be okay with him in there as a quarterback. With that said, the Cowboys are currently three wins and one loss. So they're three and one. Um, our first and only loss was to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Then we beat the Cincinnati Bengals, New York Giants, and Washington Redskins. And some of you might be going, Washington Redskins? There's no such thing as the Washington Redskins. They're the Washington Redskins, okay? Uh, they're also known as the Commanders. <laughs> so the heck with that. The uh, Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles are 4-0 and and in first place in the NFC East. But the Cowboys are second with the Giants tied with the Cowboys for a record of 3-1. and But since Dallas beat the Giants, um, it makes Dallas a second place team. I say keep Cooper Rush in there. Keep him all season long until he he loses a big game. You know, like a huge game, like 40 to 3. Uh, then talk about bringing Dak back. Uh, Dak back. Bring him back. Dak. Bring him back. Dak. There's no need to rush Dak Prescott. Uh, Coop is doing a good job. Shout out to the Cowboys defense also, which is dominating this season. Uh, keep up the great work. Digs with his, uh, his, his interceptions, his block pass. Um, Lawrence is back kicking butt like always. Micah Parsons, I mean, they, they're, they're just killing it. They're just killing it. So, um, shout out to the uh, Dallas Cowboys defense. Now, the Bucks had a replay of the 2020 Super Bowl and ended up losing this game by a score of 41 to 31, bringing their record down to two and two. Uh, they're still first in the NFC South, so that's good. But, um, yeah, they, they lost this one. It was, uh, uh, it was a fight back. It was a nail back, um, you know, from the uh, they were down even more than that. So um, you got to give them a little credit because of the fact that, you know, they got some people that are hurt and um, and they're trying to make it happen. So and you got to give it to Mahomes. Orale Mahomes. Um, he's good. 
he's real good. So now the Florida State Seminoles have a record of four and one. I was in Tallahassee for the forty-four to fourteen win against Boston College. Uh, that's why I haven't been um, been able to uh, record lately. Uh, I was in Tallahassee, and then Hurricane Ian hit, and all that stuff. It's just been it's been crazy. So, uh, but this weekend they lost to Wake Forest thirty-one to twenty-one, knocking them out from being ranked twenty-third. Um, and they were ranked 23rd for one week, and then now they're not ranked anymore. So come on, Seminoles, we need you to uh, step up the game. Um, and again, I was in Tallahassee. I was at the, um, the uh, family, week, uh, family week up at uh, FSU. And let me just say a uh, shout-out again to Kappa Sig. I went to your tailgating party, and you guys are animals. Um, and it was a good time. I met a lot of, a lot of good um uh, Kapasik brothers that, that, uh, you know, Jay Prime, um, you know, his brother's with, and, and I appreciate that, you know, uh, everything's good there. So, and these are future, you know, future leaders of the country. So yeah, it's a little wild and a little crazy, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, they're going to get things done and, um, you know, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to keep the world running. So shout out to Kapasik. The Miami Hurricanes are two and two with the week off and their next game is on October 8th versus UNC and of course I'll be going to my first ever first ever lightning game I can't wait I'll be going to the first lightning game uh in two weeks uh that I've ever been to in Tampa and I I saw a Panthers game I want to say when I lived in South Florida in 2000 wow 2004 yeah right before I moved up to Tampa Bay I went to a Panthers game and it was fast so this lightning game should be good And um, hey, I look forward to it. So now, finance. According to AAA, the price of fuel in Tampa is currently an average of $3.13. About two days ago, I paid $3.04. And they say it's around $3.59 in the Bronx. Crude oil um, is at $86.59 a barrel, which is going up, slowly going up. And it looks like the national average will be rising as gasoline supply tightens and demand increases with fall and winter coming. And it's not just that. It's not just the, um, you know, the fall winter coming type thing. But uh, OPEC, the oil producers, um, the, the mafia, as we call them, they're having a meeting tomorrow in Geneva. And they're talking about pulling barrels off the market. So that's going to decrease supply increase demand and we all know what supply and demand if you took economics in a in a in a decent school um you know what it is supply and demand when the demand goes up the price goes up when the supply goes up the price goes down all right so what's going to happen is little by little um what are we in today okay over the past weekend it was like 75 dollars a barrel so it's going up and it's going up fast so watch uh, fuel prices at the pump start going up. And again, last episode um, during the um, finance part, I spoke about the um, you know the economics of it all of uh, heating oil and how eighty-five um, percent of the United States is heated by. I'm mean, sorry, eighty-five percent of the Northeast and some of the biggest five uh, five states are heated by heating oil and fuel, and that's going to go up. So. Um, now, the dollar index is still high at $110.45, making the dollar stronger than other currencies. Um, it has gone down. 
It was at 113 and change recently, but it has gone down little by little. And that, that's caused the, the dollar to come down compared to the euro. So right now, the uh, United States dollar equals one euro. So one for one. One dollar equals one euro. Uh, there was a point there. It was one dollar for 108 euro. Um, and the United States dollar equals uh, 87 pounds sterling uh, cents. You know, we call it 87 cents, but uh, 87 pounds. Uh, Pence, 87 pounds sterling, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it's not a full dollar. And last week, it was about 90 cents um, or 99 cents, I think. I think it actually reached 99 cents where uh, it was 99 cent pounds sterling to one U.S. dollar. So um, the U.S. dollar is still strong and it uh, shows the reason why we're the reserve currency of the world. So now getting into a little bit of crypto. The price of Bitcoin is currently fluctuating around twenty thousand eighty-six fourteen, so twenty thousand eighty-six dollars and fourteen cents, which is good. Um, crypto starting to go up, and so is the stock market. Last year, I mean, last year, last week it crashed. Friday, especially, it was just like because um, and the markets didn't like some of the news that came out. So, uh, Ethereum is currently thirteen fifty-one eighty-nine, which that's a steal right now. Solana is thirty four twenty five, Cardano is forty three cents, and Matic is pumping at eighty three cents. The price of Tesla is down, um, which is good to buy. And right now, uh, the price of Tesla is two hundred fifty four dollars and seventy cents. Apple is one hundred forty five dollars and forty five cents. And you're probably saying, if you follow Apple, what the heck happened there? Um, Apple tanked on a downgrade from Bank of America. But it's slowly creeping back up. It tanked. I'm talking about it went from, you know, from uh, like 157 to like 137, you know, over the weekend. I mean, you know, on that Friday dropped like drastically. So it's slowly going back up. And the same thing with Amazon. It's uh, $122.52. So, you know, full disclosure, I own all three of them, Tesla, Apple, um, and Amazon. And with, with regards to the crypto is the same thing. The, uh, the crypto I talk about, I own. So full disclosure there. The uh, stocks are really cheap. And if you're like JC, you can build up for dividend payments each quarter to support you through retirement. So, um, you know, some of these stocks, Tesla doesn't do that. But some of the other stocks, they do give uh, dividends every quarter. And if you, uh, you know, you build up your portfolio, um, there's a point where every quarter you'll be getting a, uh, a dividend check or they'll be reinvesting your your um, your dividend into um, into your, uh, your portfolio. It's called a uh, drip direct reinvestment plan. And what will happen is, so if you make $10 on a dividend, they'll buy $10 worth of the share of that stock that you own. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's some good thing. It's a snowball effect, you know, and then hopefully at the end of the day, when you're close to retirement, um, you have enough that each quarter is paying you what you need to live on. So say, you know, your stocks um, each quarter come out to $500 or $1,000 and, um, you know, and it'll supplement any shortfalls of income. That way you don't have to work a full-time job when you're retired or you just work a part-time job because the, um, the dividend will give you that, that extra money each quarter. So um, it, it's a good thing. So uh, shout out to JC on that. Yeah, JC. Uh, <laughs> can't wait to hear JC on the interview. Ah. Anyway, finally for El Tigre de Tampa, Eddie, Eduardo, um, his gold is pumping, uh, $1,737.20, which is a nice jump for Eddie, El Tigre de Tampa. Um, it was going down uh, about a week ago, a week and a half is like 1675 and now it's up, uh, you know, it's up 
pretty substantially, maybe 50 bucks, 60 bucks. So you're looking good there. Now, don't forget to sign up with my Robinhood link in the description to start your account. Uh, if anybody wants to get into, um, you know, buying um, crypto, anybody wants to get into buying stocks, um, you know, if you're going to sign up, might as well hook a brother up, you know, hook up the host of Geo's Passion Posse. <laughs> we both get a stock and it helps us, you know, uh, grow, helps us grow financially and stuff like that. But you know what time it is, right? Everybody knows. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Remember my legal warning and notice. I am not a financial advisor. Only spend the money you feel comfortable to lose. And my comments on crypto and stocks is for entertainment purposes only. All right. Okay. <laughs> and again, like I told you guys and gals in the past, reason why I put that notice out is because I don't want you spending your rent money, your lunch money, your gas money and stuff like that and say, oh, well, Jack, the host of Geo's Passion told me that I should get into this stock because it's low and now it's gone down even more and now I'm losing money and now I'm getting evicted from my house. Nope. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I told you I'm not a financial advisor. For financial advice, reach out to somebody who's licensed um, and has a fiduciary responsibility to take care of you as a client of that uh, financial advisor. All right. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Last but not least, as you all know, the housing market, the mortgage rates are headed to 7%. I will tell you when I first moved from New York to Florida, I bought a new house in Broward County and I think the rates were like six and change. And this was in 2003, 2004. The 30-year fixed rate mortgage averaged 6.7% this week. Last week, it was 6.29%. The average long-term U.S. mortgage rates rose this week for the sixth, one, two, three, four, five, six, sixth straight week, making new highs not seen in 15 years. I'm telling you. That's that's it. Uh, before the crash, the housing market triggered the Great Recession. So, you know what happened last time? There was an issue there. Uh, that was due to subprime mortgages. We don't have that issue-ish kind of maybe going on right now. But I'm starting to see some shady stuff with some of the builders and their quote-unquote special mortgage rates uh, for one, two, maybe three years. That might be an issue there. So, Now, the mortgage uh, buyer, Freddie Mac, reported that the average on the 30-year Rate climbed to 6.7% from 629 last week. By contrast, that rate stood at 3% a year ago. So if you bought a house a year ago and you locked in that rate, it was 3%. So it was half, a little over half. The uh, average rate on the 15-year fixed rate mortgage, popular among those looking to refinance their homes, jumped from 5.96%. I jumped to 5.96% from 5.44% last week. When I, um, over a year ago, when I uh, moved into the, um, the townhouse, um, because I was building my new house, I refinanced, and I think I refinanced at three point nine eight percent, something like that, you know. And um, you know, rapidly, it, it's it's been rising. It's been rising. And what happens is when the rates go up, it sidelines more home buyers, you know. And after doubling more, you know, a doubling um, in twenty twenty two, there's going to be less people unless they have you know buku money and they don't have to you know really finance a house. Um, you know, they, they, they're going to sit down for a bit. Uh, last year, the prospective home buyers were looking at rates well below 3%. 3%. 1, 2, 3. So now, Freddie Mac noted that for a typical mortgage amount, a borrower, borrower, here we go, borrower, <laughs> who locked in a higher rate, um, paid 
several hundred dollars more than a borrower borrower who locked in at a lower at the end of the range so of course you know the higher the rate the prices of the house were still high so the higher the rate the higher the uh the mortgage and you put paying several hundred dollars more so if you got a um if you sign up for a uh for a mortgage or you sign up to buy a house and um uh, say it's a new construction like what happened to me when i first signed up for the uh to build the house the rates were in the low threes and i ended up paying i think 4.85 at the end of the day because it was over a year and and that's when the uh you know the inflation issue started and all this other stuff so yeah, it's 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 a mess, but um, you know, you're gonna pay more money. You're gonna at the end of the day, you're gonna pay more money. So, um, last week the Federal Reserve bumped this benchmark borrowing rate by another three quarters of a point, fifth increase this year, and third consecutive seven point seven five percent increase. So the other two increases, um, I think they were like point fives. I think they were point fives. Yeah, so it's it's crazy. Um, and don't believe the media. Don't believe the White House. When they tell you everything's okay, because everything's not okay, all right? You got to trust the numbers. And see, when the White House and mainstream media claim doom and gloom, it's already too late. When they say, oh, my God, we're in a recession now. No, it's already too late. Um, you know, they could be holding out because we have an elections in November 2022, for those of you who don't remember. All right? And they don't want, um, they, you know, supposedly the Democrats are doing bad and the Republicans are doing better. They don't want uh, to add fuel to the fire um, you know, because right now the Democrats hold the House, the Senate and the White House and the presidency. You know what I'm saying? So that means that under their leadership, shit's all messed up or, you know what I'm saying? So why would we, you know, sit back and go, oh, yeah, you know what? We're going to trust you because, um, you know, we, we think that everything's going to be good. That's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, guess what? You guys are in charge and everything is really f-ed up. OK, so, you know. Um, don't believe the hype. Don't believe it. All right. Um, people working two, three jobs. Um, gas has gone down, which is good because it's a pay raise. Um, because it, what was it? Uh, five and change, uh, in the summertime, you know, so you're saving $2 and change, um, per gallon. So that's a big pay raise right there. But you still now, you know, for those of you in the Northeast, you got to pay the heating oil and, and the fuel costs and things are going to get tightened and fuel's going to go back up. But again, they're playing politics. They, they don't want you to know that, you know, that things are bad because if you, if they say recession, who's in, who's in the, in the office? But if they say recession after the elections, then they can say, oh, well, you know, it's the Republicans now. We're in a recession because the Republicans. No, it's bullshit, bro. Come on. Don't play politics. We all know it. But that's why I watch YouTube for information. I receive emails from the National Association of Realtors and I do my own research. This way I can bring you GPP, the real information that would help you make a decision on how to protect yourself and your family based on your situation, because everybody's situation is different. All right. Um, Frank might have a million dollars. And if we hit a recession, he don't care. All right. Sally might have a billion dollars. And, you know, if Frank goes down, she don't care because she's she's 10, 100 times more money than Frank has. But Peter might be a blue collar worker and might not have that much money, might have one job. You know, his wife takes care of the house um, and, you know, takes care of the kids while he's at work. And then she takes him to soccer, to Little League or something like that. And if he loses his job, they're screwed. You understand? So each person's situation is different. But like I said, always put away an emergency fund. You know, start putting uh, a couple of dollars. You know, if, if you don't put it in the stock market, because the stock market is volatile right now. If you don't have the money to do that, that's fine. But put away an emergency fund, because at the end of the day, uh, with the credit card interest rates going up, 
when you get a flat tire or you need to fix your engine or something like that and you can't afford to, to buy a new car or your credit's not as good to buy a new car or even a used car, you can take that money that you have saved, you know, that $1,000, maybe $1,200 and, and fix that engine or buy those new tires, you know, instead of putting it on a credit card where you're paying 15, 18, 24% interest. All right. You just save yourself a crap load of money by putting some money away in a, um, in an emergency fund. So, um, I, again, every week, uh, or every time I read this, I thank the uh, National Association of Realtors and the Associated Press for their in-depth information. And I go on different websites. I go on the, um, the federal, uh, the federal reserve website. I look at the, uh, the mortgage bankers, uh, website. Um, I get these, these numbers, you know, and, and do your research, do your research. You'll see about the housing market, how it's going down. And, uh, you know, even though I'm a realtor with Charles Ruttenberg, um, Redfin's got a, got a good chart about the, the housing market throughout the United States. I think it's redfin.com. Um, you know, they, they, I look up some of the research there and it's like, wow, you know, and, um, and, and that's how it is. So now I, I, I want to tell you again, put your money away, do what you got to do. Take care of your own, okay? Because that's how it is. So I want to just give you a quick update. The uh, website, geospassion.com, has been getting many views and subscribers. I appreciate you all for signing up and joining the GPP. Um, the rating of the podcast, I need you to hook me up. Especially Apple. Apple's, Apple's, <laughs> Apple's a tough animal there. Um, go to the Apple uh, if you listen to Geo's Passion on uh, Apple Podcasts and click that five star right there or click a one star. That's fine. Rate it what you feel, but just rate it and then review it. And that way, you know, if it's good, it's bad, it's ugly, it's it's beautiful. I'll know what's going on. I know how to how to step up my game. <laughs> so and the same thing with Spotify, you know, follow um, and, and rate it on Spotify, you know. And uh, let me know what's up because, uh, you know, we want to build Geo's Passion and Geo's Passion Posse to where we rule the airwaves. Woo! Let's go! Now, also, don't forget, <laughs> for those of you, I told you we got social media all over the place. Um, Facebook, Snapchat, uh, Instagram, um, Twitter. I was going to say LinkedIn. <laughs> I don't have LinkedIn. Um, and then um, we have a Geo's Passion YouTube channel. Uh, you know, it deals with my travels locally in Florida. Um, I'm gonna, I'm working on the. Uh, I did, the, I did a video on Fort Lauderdale. I did a funny one on a pigeon, um, and soon I'll be doing some other. Um, you know, uploading some other videos of uh, locations in uh, Pasco County, Florida, and on top of that, um, you know, a little video on my trip to Dallas, on uh, my trip to uh, Fort Lauderdale. I'll be adding another video there. And uh, more and more as time goes by. So don't forget to uh, check out Geo's Passion. All you got to do is Google G-I-O-S-P-A-S-S-I-O-N. And all the links to the um, to the social media come up. And the YouTube channel, just click it there. And then the, you'll see the red subscribe button. Hit that. Join the GPP on uh, YouTube. And uh, we really appreciate that. So, you know, we love, love, love getting feedback. We love the GPP. Because you guys and gals are the ones that make it happen for us. All right. You make it happen for us. And um, this way we can all enjoy the ride because that's what we are about. So, again, I appreciate everything. Thanks again. And until the next one. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode of Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse. Shout out to you guys and gals. 
Uh, don't forget to follow, subscribe to the podcast, no matter what listening platform you're on. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and many more. Don't forget to follow Geo's Passion on the social media scene with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and my YouTube videos. I'm working on getting 2,000 subscribers and followers. I am almost there. So hook a brother up, all right? Let's build Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse together. I thank you all. And remember, like I always say, some names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. (laughs) I'm Jack. I'm your host. And I'm out. Peace. Woo. Let's go. Let's go.